Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode 26, entitled Frequently Asked Questions with Mystic Michaela, part two. Part one was our first episode ever. That was, yeah. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. My red, blue husband over here. Red and blue. What's going on? As always. Yeah. Red looking good today? Looking good. Looking good. Wearing your bed well. How's my fuzzy blue? It's good. It's not fuzzy. Clear today. Very good. It's like the weather. I should give you a a weather report. The aura report. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. The aura report. Oh, my gosh. Would it be based on? Wait a second. No, this is innovative. Okay. Like, how do I multiply what I do so that people can look into their phone and I give them the aura report? The aura report. Like, how how is your aura looking today? need nancy's husband to make max us an app anderson? yeah we need max anderson to yeah, make us an app we need an app i'll talk about that later max give me a call please <laughs> i think we have an idea here <laughs> that can make us a few bucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe millions yes okay all right so what what did we do last weekend let's oh let's, um, let's talk about it because it was what is it? Oh, I can't even remember. Uh, oh, we went out on Saturday night, I think. Yeah, we never go out. Never went out. And we out. went out. Went out to the old Key Lime house. Yes. The place is great. A South Florida gem. Yes. They had <laughs> a live band that played, uh, you know, the hits of the 80s. Great I cover think. band. Yeah. It's yeah. the 80s. Like, it's pour, total 80s. Pour some sugar on me. They were from the 80s. It looked like they time traveled in from the, the 80s it, yeah. to play for us that night. Yeah, and they really like... Which I really appreciated. Def Leppard and Poison, I think. I don't know 80s bands, yeah. but I enjoyed them. But after a drink, I enjoy a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. But then, you know, Sunday morning... Yeah, it was rough I, for us. Uh, yeah, I get informed that we have to drive <laughs> down to Miami. So my friend and, you know, Real Housewives alum... Megan King Edmonds or Megan King formerly Edmonds was in Miami. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it was like very last minute for her. So I wanted to meet her for brunch, but like I can't drive to Miami, people. No, if if I'm she too empath. Yeah, if she drove to Miami, <laughs> we would not be doing this podcast right now. I'd be pulled over crying. That's yeah. What I, like you'd I be, can't merge. who knows where you'd be, stuck in little Haiti or something. <laughs> The Cuban district. We don't know where you South, think. Well, she was on South Beach. She was in like a nice area. But to get there, you have to like go through traffic yeah. like you've never seen before unless you live in L.A. And then you know what we're talking about. Right. No, you would have never made it. Like, so, yeah. you know, I had, a, so I had to drive you down. Yeah, you hate traffic. And then we got the kids. Yes. All four of us get in the car. Yeah. Sunday morning. Right. You know, I don't know, was it like 9 o'clock? I'm getting side-eye from Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> All right, so we get in the car, and of course, we're now. I don't know if anyone is from the Miami area, but where the 95 meets the Turnpike, the Florida Turnpike and the 95 meet, there is always a traffic jam. It's just chaos. It's just chaos. It's Even, like what is it, the fifth largest city? Yeah, but you, you would think on a Sunday. Yeah, you know, like during the week, work week, fine. You know, I get it. But like Sunday morning at nine nine thirty. But you're from New York. You know how this goes. Yeah, but even New York, like Sunday morning at nine thirty. Was be, it? Yeah, I don't, you'd be okay. Okay. Belt Parkway people, Belt Parkway. Any New Yorkers? You'd be fine. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we're sitting in traffic. Yeah. And we got the app. On, you know, we use whatever MapQuest, whatever nonsense we use now. I used to use a Siri? regular map. We, nobody's used MapQuest in oh, like twenty years. Siri. Siri talks to us. Yeah. Basically, you, well, we have a war. It's Google Maps versus Siri. Yeah. And we fight with each other. And we got the Siri alert like. You will die in this spot. That's how slow you're going. <laughs> so, like, we were not moving. Yeah. Now, normally, I'd be like, fine, you know, it's relaxing, whatever. The kids are quiet. Right. But I had to go. Oh, yeah. You had to pee so bad. Yeah. What do people do when they have to pee in traffic? Well, we learned. We learned. <laughs> now, normally, I'd wait it out. Like, you know, I'm like, all right, you know what? The traffic yeah. will lighten up. 
it's a few more minutes. No. Get to a Publix, whatever. Right. You know, fine. No, there was like no let up here. No. It was like for miles. We were just stuck. We were stuck. sitting there. We were like sitting there. I happen oh to have God. an empty Dunkin' Donuts cup. We were in survival. Well, this was my idea, first was, of all. It, it Let's give right. innovative credit where innovative credit's due. Because you're like, I got to pee. I got to pee. What am I going to do with it? All right, people. He gets, like, angry because he's red. So, like, I don't know. Like, this makes him extremely grumpy that he has to pee and there's traffic and Miami and Sunday and yeah. Megan. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, you got to pee. Like, but, like, everyone's watching. It's not like you can get out and just pee. Right. And, um... Listen, we had we had Dunkin' Donuts cups. Yep. And so I emptied, opened my door, emptied the coffee, and and went the uh, and you peed, and that yeah. was a memory for the children. <laughs> now right. a memory. I'm like, don't look, don't look, don't look. They didn't want to. That's no. like a firm memory. No, they got mad at you because they thought you were looking. <laughs> They're like, Mama, don't no. look. The funny thing is, the actual like we replaced the coffee with you know my urine there. Oh M-I-R. God. M-I-R. 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 That's right. Uh, but that also smelled like coffee, too. It did. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, hey, oh. it's better than the Chicago memory the kids have. Now, I will tell this story. Okay. Okay. So we're going to downtown Chicago. Yes. Over the summer to right. the Fred and Angie morning show. Yeah. And, you know, we had to be there like 8 o'clock in the morning again, or whatever. And traffic. again, we're stuck in traffic. <laughs> traffic. All day long. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't as bad as the Miami experience time. It's more like where I had city. To go. Like yeah. everything's one way. Like yeah. that. One way so street, we're in the city. Street. I'm like, all right, I can't find this place. It's going to take me a little bit. I, I had to go. Oh, my gosh. So I just parked the car. I don't park the car. I like double parked the car. Yeah, you're like a four-year-old. Run out the you door. You leave us in the double parked car in the middle of Chicago. Right. I go into this, I think it's like a club. It looks like an exclusive club. Oh my and God. I know if I get to the front desk, I'm going to go through a whole song and dance, and there's going to be, they're not going to let me use the bathroom. I never heard what happened. No, I, well, the kids have a version of what happened. Yeah. I told it. Right. I didn't hear this part. Like, they all think I peed on a homeless man. <laughs> well, because we'll okay. explain what happened. Well, so the, the club, I knew they were not going to let me at the front desk. So I go around, like, through, like, this hallway. Yeah. And there happened to be, like, a homeless man, like, sleeping, sleeping there. I, I assumed he was homeless. It's like a stairwell? Like a stairwell, and, yeah. And there's a homeless guy kind of sleeping in it. Right. Okay. So this was, like, the only spot to oh go. My, where? Oh okay. My God. So I did not pee on the homeless man, as Brianna, our daughter, always says I did. She yeah. said I peed on the homeless guy. I did not pee on the homeless guy. I peed near the homeless guy. Like, how near? Like, like five feet away. That's so mean. No, you couldn't no, find anywhere else. There was nowhere else. So you had to go in this like corner. It's like the a little. Well. Yes, a little corner, and he was there. Sleep. You slept. He slept through it. Okay, good. He didn't know. That's you know, good. It was I mean, early. He had an umbrella. If, if he, <laughs> oh but he God. didn't need. He didn't need the umbrella. Did you give him money after? Did you throw a couple bucks his way? Uh, I, yeah, I threw some change. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad. Oh my God. So, anyway, all right. Well, that was an interesting sidebar. You, you know what I've learned? Yeah. Whenever we have to do something and we have to go to a major yeah, city don't, don't drink coffee you drink so much coffee don't drink coffee you're like before. a four-year-old you're like you're abby can hold it better than you can it's the coffee mixed with the water <sighs> yeah all right way too much information. anyways we get so i go my way we get to miami yeah. i go one way you go the other you take the kids to the cat cafe right i drop you off at south beach the nice oh, part of south gorgeous beach. It's beautiful oh, it's beautiful weather lovely people I'm in like a flowing skirt I, yeah. everyone's in flowing skirts you and megan are probably having we like mimosa she meets me we're having this yeah. great time beautiful wonderful. brunch yeah she's I mean, staying in a lovely place we had a nice wonderful morning yeah. everybody looks happy yeah go lucky oh everybody's was great i'm driving on down the weird part of South Beach <laughs> to South Florida Purple, which we'll get to. South Florida Purple. <laughs> looking for a parking spot. And I finally find this parking lot. Uh-huh. 
that is near the cat cafe. I think is near the cat cafe. The cat cafe. We get out of the car and there's like a huge fight between the oh parking God. attendant and a customer. And the kid, it's like me and the kids just like. Just staring. Just staring. Like what? Yeah, like this guy's going postal over $5. It was bad, huh? Yeah. For the parking because like the sign was misleading. Like did you think violence would ensue? Like was it that bad? It could have, yeah. Wow, yeah. Because yeah. for you to notice a fight because you're pretty oblivious to these things, like for, it must have been like really bad. Right. And our older daughter, Brianna, picks up energy like you do. She does. And, you know, she's starting to, like, freak out. Yeah. Abby's just kind of, like, staring off into space. Like, <laughs> where are the kitties? Yeah, she doesn't care. And meanwhile, you're drinking your mimosas. Yeah, having a great right? time. So across town. Poor, poor Brie. She started texting me, I think, around this time. Yeah. It could have been. Yeah. But then we, get, we went to the cat cafe. Well, which explain is like, what that is. Okay, so basically it's like a coffee shop on one side, and then there's glass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, it's not like you eat with the cats. They have the cats cornered off. Okay. And then you can go in and play with, like, rescue cats. Aww. You, you know, you pay a $10 fee. You know, it kind of helps for the cats, I think. I don't yeah. think it's, like, for profit. But uh, then you can go in there. And there's, like, tons of cats. You play with them. Aww. And there's a lot of, I noticed, even I noticed, there are a lot of empaths in there. Really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that crowded that morning. But, like, yeah. anyone who came in yeah. was, like, this empath. They were just, like, yes. happily playing with a cat. Yeah. There were blues and you, indigos. You and then there was me, the red. You were there forever. We were there for a while. Yeah. Abby did not want to leave. She wanted it. to stay there all day long. <laughs> and the cat lady who works there, she's like dressed up as a cat. Right. You know, I, for I, real, that wasn't a joke. No, yeah. She yeah, really that's was. her outfit. <laughs> I think she wanted us to leave at some point. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because like we'd been catting around for so long. Oh, there's a time limit? There's a time limit. Oh, really? Yeah. No one knew you pushed that. Yeah. The yeah. Time, yeah actually, they, <laughs> <laughs> they only give you a half hour. But I think we stayed about an hour. Oh, wow. So, they, they, yeah, they let us uh, stay for an hour, which okay. was fun. But then when we got out, so what were you, let me just kind of see, what, yeah. what were you doing? So we were in the cat thing, everything was fine. Yeah. And then what were you and Megan doing? We went to this lovely restaurant across from where she was staying, which was like this very Art Deco, like modern type building. And it was beautiful. We, you know, I had avocado toast and, oh. you know, we had mimosas and we just talked about life and yeah. growth and spirituality Wow. And, and love and it was peaceful and a lot of Europeans and speaking like beautiful foreign languages around us and it was wow. a soft breeze. Did you uh, see uh, Pitbull? I didn't. You did What? I know. That's not, okay. Mr. Robot. <laughs> if you go to Miami yeah. and you do not see Pitbull, is that even a trip to Miami? I don't know. I was questioning, am I here? Yeah. Yeah, you I know. You have to meet Pitbull there, to say you've been to Miami. I mean, I didn't see him. He has a lot of imposters though, you know. They, they're all around the city. Like, you think it's Pitbull. Bald with sunglasses. They look exactly Everyone, like him. Everyone, okay, so every, like South Florida Purple, yeah. right? Okay, so Megan was like, what's South Florida Purple? And we went on our Instagram and talked about it a little bit. Like, what is South Florida Purple? Like, I talk about it a lot. Like, there's a game you can play. What is it? Like, you Google South Florida man. Right. And then your birthday. And so your birthday. I would Google, like, South Florida man April 8th and just see what headlines pop up. And right, there's your South Florida Purple. Yeah. Like, right freaking there so that's the funny thing about it like nothing happens anywhere else that happens down here and I, I ever since I moved here it's like who are these people I talked about this on the purple episode with Caroline Lunny what South Florida purple was but like you really experienced it firsthand in your part of Miami where I was it was kind of, it's more of like a cool South Florida purple like they're in the mode where they're covering it up but where you were, nobody was covering it up. Yeah. So, but by the way, if you do my birthday, September 22nd, yes. you get Florida Man Rides Manatee 
dares police to arrest him. <laughs> that's and that's true. actually more of a tame one. That, that's a tame one. Yeah. That's super illegal, that's by not, the way. Yeah. Like, um, you don't mess with manatees down here. Like, no. people will tell on you. Yep. And you get arrested, and you get, like, a $10,000 fine. Hmm. But, like, people keep, like, messing with the manatees. Yeah. Like, stop it. Why is he mounting a manatee? That, it's South Florida purple. South Florida purple. Yeah. So what did you see in your... Yeah, so, all right. So we get out of there. Everything was going pretty well at the cat cafe. Then we leave the cat cafe. Now, our daughter, Brianna, as I just said earlier, she picks up the energy. So we left the cafe, and we were in, like, the seedier... I don't, I don't know if it's the seedy part of town, but the less touristy part of town. So she's picking up all this weird energy. A lot of the stores, you know, were, like, how do you... Like, the where they sell the pipes and stuff? What is that? Like, the, all the... Yeah, like head shops? Y- yeah, like the... What is it, like marijuana paraphernalia things? Yeah. yeah so, like, like every other store was one of those. Yeah. There was a couple, of like, you know, X-rated, you know, stores where you buy that kind of stuff. Yeah, great. A couple touristy, you know, tourist places. So every person that walked by, you can tell Bree was just, like, freaking out. Abby was like, just what can I buy? What can I buy? You know, so we went We went to a gift shop. Abby bought some, like, ridiculous uh, shoes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the energy down there, and even I was picking it up, you know, it was kind of like... A lot of, I don't know how you, let's just call it South Florida purple. So Bree was really picking up. She was having a freak out and she wanted to get out of there. That's why we had to come and get you. I know. Um, they couldn't, she couldn't she handle just couldn't it. Handle she it. can't handle like certain situations because she's so energetically absorbent. And I get her to talk about it with me and, you know, try to articulate it more because I know what she's feeling, but it's hard for her to like, she shuts down and she just like totally freaks out. When she feels like bad energy. Yeah, and that's what was happening. Yeah. She was like totally shutting down. Yeah. Can we go now? Can we go Can now? We go now? Can we, we go, go now? Yeah, she gets like very upset. Yeah. So eventually we just kind of sat in the car for a little bit and then then we cut, went and get you. But, yeah. Well, yeah. What did you get for your birthday? By the way, my South Florida purple, I, I Googled South Florida man April 8th. And this is thong wearing South Florida man arrested <laughs> while building shed with garbage on strangers property. Oh, so you got a lot, you got a much better that one That mine's a good one. Yeah. yeah, you got a good one. <laughs> Mine was just a guy mounting a manatee. But. That's bad too. I mean, it's just like, there's just like a lot of like, I don't know, like if the sun boils their brains or yeah. like what the issue is down here, but like it takes a purple person and it's like puts them on crack. Like literally mm. they'll go like, or something like something happens to the purple people down here where it makes you a little, like I got to watch it. Yeah. I might be South Florida purple. You think you're turning South Florida I purple? I think I could. Like, if I hung out with the right crowd, oh, yeah. I really think I could turn South Florida well, purple. I'm going to say. I wouldn't when, hurt manatees, but I might. And I don't know if you want me to go here. Thongs. But when we first moved down here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You kind of fell into the South purple so, crowd, I think. I'm the type We're not of person. Names, but yeah. So I moved down here. I knew nobody, which I didn't like. And I was, like, not doing my practice yet or anything i'm like i gotta meet people and i just put all my purple on because that's like the easiest way to meet people i put all my purple on i'm like screw it i'm talking to everybody which is super like i had to put my indigo away for that and i'm like i made within two weeks i made like this solid cultish group of friends yes that you hated i okay so i mean (laughs) i was looking at this crew from the outside. You're like, I hate them. And I'm like, they're fun. Yeah. And I had my red point of view on. <laughs> right. And they had, not, you weren't wrong. No. And but I wasn't either. They were fun. Y- yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, they had code words, uh, which like was called ping pong. You know, they were swingers. Right. That and was, <laughs> and they, I didn't know Everyone that. was like, hey, you want to play a game of ping pong? And, and you, you know, you're like, sure, this is just ping pong. Like, yeah, ping pong. And, Whatever. And I'm like, wait a second. 
So I go out and I'm looking at these games. And sometimes they actually did play ping pong, but none of them were this good. Was at their house. Yeah. Nobody was good at ping pong. Right. So I knew like they're not playing. That ping they're pong not playing ping pong. They suck at ping pong. Yeah. This is South Florida purple nonsense going on. And you being a purple fell for it. Me being a red, I'm like, oh my god. Well, I knew they were sketchy. It's just that like I didn't care because. They were fun, and I was just like, that was the goal. See, but my issue was, at the time, looking back, I was very unbalanced. You were an unbalanced purple. I was very unbalanced purple, and I wasn't checking in with, like, the other parts of me that, like, were screaming at me, like, this isn't good, or this or that. Because, like, I truly just wanted friends for the sake right. of having friends, and that's going to attract you shallow. When you're unbalanced, you're going to attract unbalanced. Now, and here's the thing. Like, we should clarify, because a couple people probably still do listen, like, Beth. <laughs> And Craig. Oh, oh so there's there's still our no, friends. No, no, we still have like I met really awesome people from that yeah, time too yeah. that so aren't like, swingers. You guys, you yeah. guys are <laughs> and nothing yeah. wrong with swingers. Right. Like you go swing. Right. Like that's fine. As long as like everyone's in agreement. They weren't. Right. <laughs> it's like with such a drama. <laughs> How many uh DMs did you get? DMs from what? You, from our game that we played last week. What oh oh my Jumanji. god strip podcast. Did you get any? No, I don't think anybody played, honey. That's not true. I got a couple DMs. Did you? I did. Not as many as I wanted to, but I did get a few. One DM, I don't know if I should go into this here, was from a group of guys. They were a hand, they, yeah, they were a handball team oh. from Wisconsin. You and your handball. It was three guys. They sent me a picture of them playing the game. I'm not going to go into the details of what they sent, oh. but... I'm sure this is true. And they said that they've been following me since I mentioned that I want to be a handballer. Wow. See, I really think that you're manifesting something here. Yeah. More so, male listeners. I, I think the game might have been a little bit of a flop. Yeah. I don't know how many people played it except for this handball team from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to play again, well, let's go with another word, yellow. Yellow is the new word today? This this week, we're going to go with yellow. Okay. Not purple. All right. Purple, it'd be ridiculously it'd be South Pur- Florida yeah. purple. So we're going to go with yellow. Got it. And hopefully more people will play. But I don't know if it's going to happen. All right. But I can't believe no one even DM'd you. Nobody. All right. Hey, guys. Can't even believe it. I talk about Tread Thrill all the time on here. And guess what? It is now a full functioning app in the App Store for both Apple and Android phones. I mean, this is huge. I love Tread Thrill Nancy Anderson makes this amazing workout. And I'm going to tell you, I never thought I was a runner. I was like that kid in middle school that couldn't run the mile like in under 15 minutes. And now I'm running, no problem. It's because of Tread Thrill. Now she made an app. And here's the thing. The Mystic Michaela family here, we get free access for a week to this app. And all the workouts that are offered are going to be on there. Every week, she has a brand new Tread Thrill workout. They're going to be loaded onto the app with new music, new routines, and always including fun, motivating coaching out of her, what she calls CHIT, choreographed high-intensity interval training and choreographed strength workouts that are also now follow-along workouts. This is huge. So now she has like the Tread Thrill part on the treadmill, but she also has choreographed strength workouts where she tells you, okay, get like medium weights, get a bench, get a mat, let's go. And so it, that's your full workout right there. All you need is a treadmill, tread thrill, and a little, just very light workout equipment. You can do this at home. Her goal is to make working out fun again. And I'll be honest, like today 
I did it this morning. She had a theme class. It's the 2000s this week. So this is a great week to join because she's doing 2000s music. And it was that's like my jam, you know, like that's from my college days. So I'm like, yes. It's really fun. It's super effective. And honestly, you just got to try it to understand just how awesome it is. If I can do it, people, trust me, you can do it. You go at your own pace. That is my suggestion for you. Just finish it. That's the goal. Finish it. And trust me, you'll get better at it like I did. And the endorphins are ridiculous. It's part of my self-care routine, honestly. So head to treadthrill.com. That's T-R-E-A-D. T-H-R-I-L-L.com to sign up for your free trial and gain full access to the brand new Treadthrill app and the hundreds of workouts included in it. And I'll put all this in my show notes. You guys check it out. Hey guys. So I thought it was really important to do a frequently asked questions part two episode because ever since, you know, we're 25 episodes into the podcast, it's our 26th episode. And I get a lot of, you know, frequent questions about past episodes, little loose end questions, things that people just need to know, burning questions. And I thought this was like just a good opportunity to bring it. So we asked the Mystic Michaela spiritual family on Facebook to give us their Frequently asked questions. And as always, I'll ask the they provided. Yes. Go ahead, Scotty. I'll ask you the questions. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what you're going to ask. So You have no idea. Well, I mean, I'm I went through them to look because yeah. oh, I actually like went through them. Because of you guys, I'm so thankful for you. Because like, like I say, this show's about you and for you. And I took all these ideas for future episodes based on what people are asking me about, which was such... I really appreciate like just people being participating and things like that. Yeah. But go ahead, ask the questions. I don't know what you're asking though. Okay. So no uh, last names, right? We, we yeah, we'll do lessons. first names. Oh. Yeah. All right. So for, let's start off easy. Yeah. Okay. Hannah asks, you know, what is it like to be married to a red blue? That's funny. And like, I think I want you to answer too. Like, what's it like to be married to an to indigo purple? purple? Okay. But I'll do you first. Okay. All right. So being married to a red <laughs> blue. I constantly have, and maybe it's me being indigo, being married to you, because like I constantly have to like look at every situation, like how Scott's going to see it, because like you have like a knee jerk reaction to things that's very predictable. So because you're red, like you're pretty logical. So I always have to think of like, this is how Scott's going to think of it. So if I want to do like something to happen in the marriage or whatever, I have to make it work for your logic. Like I know what arguments I got to kind of bring up, what logic, you know, I know how to make turn you off. Sometimes I can't convince you of things because like reds don't like to be sold a bill of goods. So, but you're really easy to get talked out of things. So I can like turn you off of certain things and make you by default pick what I want. Well, yeah, it's manipulation. We've talked about this. Yeah. I manipulate you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm upfront about it. Here's the weird thing about that. Now you're saying okay, so being a purple indigo, yeah, with the, with the, that ma- can manipulate the red blue, yeah, very interesting. And I'm gonna okay. tell you why. Why? Ever since I took over other aspects of the business, yeah, like you know the scheduling and right. all the other stuff, I feel that the purple indigos, yeah, they know how to get to they me. They do. I'm like kind of almost like a gateway to you sometimes. Yeah, and I think they know what to say to me. Right. Like kinda, is that something that's going on here? Yes. These purple indigos. Yeah. Are they manipulating me? <laughs> yeah, but it's all nice. <laughs> yes, it's they're all nice. They're just being like polite. No, yeah, they know exactly like, what we're to all say. Just being nice. Where they're yeah. where I'm like, oh, so like they know exactly how to play on my red and blue. Right. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. We all do. We all. But like, and I feel like this happens if you're married to a green guy too. Like you okay. just you know how 
a certain aura color thinks. So especially if you're indigo or blue or purple, like yeah. you, you can kind of get into the mindset. And so you know how to deliver information okay. versus you're not really great at delivering information to me. No, I am not. Like at so, all. So what you're saying, like a yellow is going to have a tougher time. Dealing with you. Dealing with me, manipulating me. You and yellows get along. But it's not like but smooth. It's, no, something. I mean, like, you and yellows get along just fine, but it depends on what their secondary color is. But, like, okay. say, like, a hardcore yellow in you. Like, that's gonna be tough. I don't know. Like, it depends. Like, because you're, you're not somebody, you don't like to be told what to do. So, every time I, like, say something, I have to, like, edge it so I don't sound too bossy or whatever. I have to make it make sense. So, being married to a red and blue, it's like you're dealing with somebody who's a little stubborn and you have to kind of just understand that about them. You know, yeah. And, you know, the thing with marriage is not, like, none of them are, like, 100% functional. I think that's get that out of anybody's head yeah. you know what i mean like okay. sometimes i'm more of a giver sometimes you're more of a giver like it depends on the situation yeah. so basically what you're saying is i'm manipulated <laughs> yes i'm a pushover yeah and i fall for all the purple indigo tricks which, <laughs> so I, what's which, like which be, I, I can't even deny what's you know, it like it's being true. married to a purple indigo scott i think i could just sum it up with just yesterday yeah okay so you had an appointment yesterday that right. you know you didn't want to go to or whatever uh -huh. And, you know, you're a little nervous about it, whatever. It was a doctor's appointment. Yeah, totally fine. Though. Yeah. Totally fine. But you came home, I greeted you with uh, that I just had stars for you. Yeah, like you got stars. Right. The stars um, you, so I could watch Outlander. Because you watch Outlander. Yeah. So I think that like, kind of sums it up. Like I knew yeah. like you'd be like, oh, and what'd you do? You ran right. Yeah. I don't even think you'd tell me how it went. You just ran right upstairs. It made me happy. To your bed. And <laughs> I look at you, you're like all it's like in the covers. The cat. Yeah. yeah, you had the cat. And there's Outlander. So I knew, like, I'm the Indigo Whisperer. I knew that would yeah. be, like, the perfect yeah, thing. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, you gave me a hug, and you yeah. patted me. I ordered in. You, you ordered know, pizza. I ordered pizza, salad yeah, for you. It made and, me feel better. Yeah. Right. Because I can't really probably express how it really is. Right. But I, that would make sense, right? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> the next person, Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull oh, Pitbull? Pitbull asked a question. Oh, I love no, that he's a member. Oh. One day he will, but not right now. <laughs> One day Pitbull. He'll be Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Asks, Worldwide will ask. Am I oh. South Florida Purple? Okay, so our next question is, they want to know about more about wearing inauthentic colors. So we have aura colors, and then what happens is because of our programming or because of life or because of a job or because of a relationship or a myriad of reasons, some of us will wear an inauthentic color, which is a color that is not our authentic colors. It's like, it's like the expression, like, you know, wearing a mask or, and it takes a lot of energy to keep up an inauthentic color. It takes a lot of energy to wear a mask. It takes a lot of energy. Like, for example, when I was teaching, I, w I was wearing inauthentic yellow. I thought I had to be organized the way other teachers were naturally organized or the way, like I saw what organized was on TV or I saw what organized was in other people. Instead of doing things my own way, I mean, it made me very burned out, you know, and I see that all the time, like people wear inauthentic red when they're actually blue, but they're in a leadership or a management position. And I talked about this on my auras and careers podcast, because that's where I see it, like, honestly, the most. But the question was how to get rid of them, right? The answer to that is it's like, you got to see it. You got to see where you're not being authentically you. And you don't even have to see colors. Yeah. You just have to see like where, like take your day and be like, what don't I like? Like, what don't I like? And sometimes it's really tiny. Like sometimes, like let's say you work in the office and you're like, I hate, I don't know, listening to the music they have over <laughs> the audio in the office. It's like, you know what? What can you do to change that? Put in headphones. Like so, it, it starts so freaking basic, like how you can get rid of the inauthenticity in your life, those inauthentic colors or that inauthentic vibe. Like maybe 
you know what? I hate talking to this person every day. Avoid that situation or stop doing it somehow. Like these tiny little things that we constantly force ourselves to do are creating inauthentic aura colors on us. So that's how you get rid of them. Have you ever seen an inauthentic color on me? I know I'm, I'm fuzzy blue a lot. Sometimes you'll wear green. Green. Then you're not green. But I feel like... You know, Is that good or bad? It, I think you want to be more... Like green people have an eagleized view of things like they're e- better able to sometimes um market something or see the world the way it's set up or you know get long-term vision for things and i feel like with you you wish you were more like that sometimes especially with mm-hmm. the practice and so whatnot. when would like a green pop into my aura sometimes we've seen it and then breeze yeah. mentioned it too like i think it's when you try to be you work differently than you are like you're more you like one-on-one, you know, interaction, leadership structure, things like that. Like in your life, like as this whole thing grows and shifts and changes, like you might not be at the helm. Like you might be managing what's going on, you know, around us, but you're going to have to also like deal with the people who are at the helm. You know what I mean? Like the vision might not be up to you in the future. And that would put green in my aura? Well, when you try to be that vision guy. I shouldn't do that. No, it makes you all stressed out. Like okay. you get all stressed out, you get anxiety and then you start looking and you're like, I'm not doing it. Right. Cause like, then you start comparing yourselves to other people who right. like, it's just effortless for okay. them. And that's not you. Yeah. Like you, you do it a different way. Have you ever seen purple in my aura? No. Yellow. Nope. Pink. No. No pink. No. Never pink. Never. Even when I said no, just I'm a green. princess. <laughs> Chelsea asks, mm-hmm. how do you communicate with pets? Oh my gosh. I need, I'm doing a whole episode on pets people because like. It is our number one question. Do pets have auras? Do dogs have auras? And I talked, that was frequently asked question in episode one. We talked oh, about was, that. Okay. Yeah. But how do I communicate with pets? So this is interesting. When I do a reading for a dog or a cat or even a horse, they will come through as if they're in the room with me or something. Just like when I'm reading somebody who is dead, if that makes sense, because like dead people will talk directly to me versus if you show me a picture of your brother who's still alive, I'm reading him from what the guides say, from what spirit says versus if somebody's dead, they talk to me directly. So pets talk to me directly, but they're alive. But then when they're dead, they talk to me directly too. It's just, I feel like it's because they can jump on a wave of energy when I do a reading for their owner that like they start giving me messages. I'll joke with people like I'm speaking dog here. So don't mind me because like then I start getting a lot of physical symptoms. Like all of a sudden, my like sometimes my nose will get itchy or my ear or like something will hurt or I'll get pain or I'll get or like recently in a reading, my tongue was bothering me when I was reading this dog. This is gross. I can't even believe I'm going into this. And I'm like, I don't know, like I feel like I need to eat something like very close to the earth. And I was getting this feeling of like cat poop. And I felt the dog, I'm like, does your dog eat cat poop? And they were like, oh my God, he does. He's got a real issue with it. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, he can't help it. Like he, he's craving it, but he doesn't like it, but he still eats it. So it's almost like this instinctual need for him to eat it, but he doesn't want to eat it. So it's like a nutrition thing that's got to be checked out. But like, I felt that need to eat it. Isn't that disgusting? That's disgusting. <laughs> I, I felt that. So they'll talk to me that way. And they speak in pictures. They don't give me like words. Oh, and they're funny because they'll tell on everybody in the house. So, like, especially if there's, like, issues in a family or whatever, it, it's great because they'll be they'll just – they're very straight up and they're all energy and they see everything, like, because they're pack animals. So they see everything, like, um, in that 
view. So they're like, who's alpha, who's weak, who's the, who's insecure. They show me all that. They show me which kid is like the crazy one. Like, it's just funny. They show cats, cats are a little different, but they show me all that too. Okay. Interesting. Next is from Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. She says, what is your least favorite thing and favorite thing about being a psychic medium? My least favorite thing is feeling people's reactions the second I tell them what I do. I avoid this, and you know I do, Scott. Yes, I do. I avoid the question, and what do you do for a living? So hard. Right. My, um, you know, my daughter's in preschool, and there's this, none of them know what I do. And there's this one mom, and she wants to be friends with me, and she's really sweet. And... I mean, I'm getting real raw with you guys because like I want to do a play date with her, but I know, I know once I tell her what I do, she's not going to like me. Like I know this and I don't like, so I, at the same time, I don't like prejudging people, you know? So I'm the type of person, like, even though I get these feelings, I always give people the benefit of the doubt and I'll meet her for a play date and I'll tell her, but I've been avoiding this hard because I don't want her not to like me. And it's so sad and pathetic to hear myself say that, but like yeah. I avoid sometimes meeting new people because I, when I say like, I'm a psychic, like there's a knee jerk reaction. And honestly, most of the time it's okay. They're like, okay. Cause again, we're Florida and they're used yeah. to the, they're used to the South Florida purples and not much turns your head around here. But honestly, <laughs> I hope it's not the mom that I talked to. Cause I told the mom, one of the moms you did that you are a psychic. Which, what'd she look like? Um, <laughs> God, remember my thing with visual things? Oh, that's right. You yeah. don't visualize. I think, I don't want to mention anyone's name. Okay, of course not. But she's in dance class with Abby. Oh, you told her? No, that yeah. not that one. She'd not be okay one. with it. Okay. Yeah. She'd be, yeah, she seemed fine with it. Yeah, she'd be like, okay, you're crazy, whatever. I can handle that. But it's like when they don't like it or they have, they get nervous. I'm reading yeah. their, and I, that's the other thing. I don't read people. Like, I really don't. Like, I keep my nose out of your business. And I think people don't believe that right or whatever some people think you're always reading them like they won't believe i can do it but they're still nervous so i pick all right. that up so it's really other people's reactions to me that's yeah. my least favorite. my favorite thing yeah, what's your favorite thing is like when i connect somebody to their authentic life like i mean it's all the things when i feel that somebody has had a moment where they've had a uh, like a catalyst, like a light bulb went off. I see it in a reading, like they wake up and they're just like, oh my God, they align to what their programming is or, oh my God, that's the pattern for me. Or, oh my God, I've been doing this my whole life. Like right there, their aha moment through spirit's messages. I live for that. Cause like, that's when I know my purpose is, is thus. That's why I do reading. So during readings, like I, I love, I love what I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and me, I'll just tell anybody. Like anyone comes up to me, I'm like, oh, what do you guys, what do you do? I'll just tell them. <laughs> I know, like, I don't care. Like whatever they, like looks, not looks. If they, if they say, well, I don't believe in that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. And I, it's like, okay, you don't have yeah. to. Like, yeah, and I, I, I say the same things like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. It's not for everybody like that. But like at the same time, like I still feel what their feelings are. And it's like so hard to feel that. Yeah. I, I Cause I pick that. it up. <laughs> you know, you know if they're not into it. Yeah, and it hurts. Amazing it like just hurt. It, whatever they're thinking next hurts. Yeah. All right. Our next question is: Do people always have to have an like an empath color as their you know first color or their secondary color? Meaning, like, could you? This is from Mackenzie. Yeah. Could you be like a red green? Yeah. Very rarely, I see two 
non-empath colors and like I do see them but those people usually it's not awesome for them in my readings definitely not so very common to have two empath colors like a purple blue you know like that very common to have like one and one like yellow blue like that's super common or red blue or red purple like that's common but like very uncommon to be like yeah like green yellow you know like that doesn't happen okay i mean it does but But not not often often and when it does happen oh my god let me tell you about that person like a yellow red would be to me like a raging you know what? <laughs> well, that's like that crazy person. That's like that Coach Monica from Netflix oh, you were talking about. Like yeah. she, but the, like her red's inauthentic. Right. Yeah. But like, so, I mean, usually like their one color is inauthentic and they shoved their empath color away. But I've read people, mostly like significant others who are like two with not an empath color. And it's like usually, the, I mean, the other, the person I'm reading is like, yeah, I get it. Because like, you know, yeah. it's hard to live with somebody that isn't very empathic, like even to a tiniest degree. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Yes. Yellow. Just in case I was playing. <laughs> um, here's a good question. Interesting. How do children who don't jive with their teachers or like, what do they do? That's so good. I think all of us parents have had that moment when you're like, ooh, <laughs> like this this relationship isn't going to work. <laughs> and even like when, when you're a kid, you remember the same thing, like thinking that teacher doesn't like me or or whatever. And then you get older and it's just life. You know, you have the high school teacher. He doesn't like you. You get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what do you do when they're little? That's hard. I feel like there's a balance between like not victimizing your kid. Like, yeah, your teacher is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. He's this and you're that. That's, you know, you don't want to do that so much, but at the same time, you don't want to like discredit like how your child feels because it's always important to like hear what your kid says. Cause kids know when, when it's not jiving, you have to hear what they say. I see this a lot with like schools here's the thing, like our learning institutions are not set up for certain types of children. And honestly, I see this a lot with green kids who can't sit still. And so I'm super not any sort of therapist or specialist or anything like that. But sometimes a kid just can't sit still and it's not like a medical condition they have. And then what happens is the school and and especially if you get a teacher who's just like going to have like on a power situation or whatever, wants to prove themselves to be right when there's an agenda after a kid that's when it's a problem because it's not about the kid anymore it's about the person in authority being correct so what do you do that's hard I mean you got it you you got to stick up for your kid but at the same time like you have to play the game because what else are you gonna do this is life you know but I have a lot of clients who take their kids out of school change schools homeschool do different things yeah that's hard interesting it depends on the situation our next question. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is a good one. We want to send Scott gifts. <laughs> what is your address? <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, that's, that's probably a purple. That, actual question. That's a purple Scott, indigo. They probably want to send it, you pretzels. Probably, or other things. Yeah. Gifts. You know, I, I'm open to other gifts too. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, when Sarah sent us the uh, the stuff from the uh, Portellos from Chicago. Right. I mean, I was eating for days. All yes, that. we were. Yeah. Italian beef, really so good. good. I didn't know about Italian beef, and now I do, and I. Can't get enough. This person wants to know if your mom was Anne Frank in a past life. (laughs) She was. She was, yeah. Your mom was Anne Frank in a past life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, there's also, per- uh, yeah, I'm doing a couple funny ones because then I have a very serious question. Oh, so I'm okay. trying to like lighten the mood. It stresses you out when things are too serious. Yeah, the next one's very serious. Okay. So I'm kind of lightening the mood. That's what yeah. I'm doing here. Okay. Uh, and then we'll go into the serious okay. one. Okay. This is like our, so our breather. Know, and I've made up all these last three questions I've made up myself. <laughs> do you watch the Netflix show Black Mirror? I do. Do you like it? I do. Me too. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to ask a uh, serious question. So mm-hmm. I try to lighten the mood there. How do abortions and miscarriages work with the soul contract? We terminated our pregnancy with our daughter due to medical issues. I'd love to know MM's thoughts on those types of situations. Yeah, so here's the thing. I mean, that's that's hard. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, in a reading, will pick up on abortions sometimes. I'll pick up on miscarriages. I'll pick up on children who were stillborn. All that kind of stuff. They do stick around. There is no judgment from spirit. I, that's what I think we all have to understand. I think it's a little different than how we were taught um, in an organized religion that you're judged for what you do. Honestly, there really isn't judgment. There's a cause and effect for everything that you do, but there really isn't judgment. So this lady's question is about a medical reason she had to terminate, but I just wanted to touch upon abortions in general because I sit down with so many women who ask me, if their baby that they aborted is mad at them. And I, it's, it's something that as an empath myself, you know, I, I I feel their pain, you know, when they ask that question and for whatever reason they had to do what they had to do. And I think it's important for you to know that yes, that baby's around you, but there's no anger. It's just that they're there. And I feel like it's really important for you to acknowledge that presence and to also maybe give that baby some sort of name, even if it's in your mind or something like that. Just it releases some energy there. For a medical termination, for, you know, issues that happen that we don't know why they happen, you know, miscarriages, things, stillborns, like medical issues. I really feel that we make agreements with these souls, these our, our baby souls, to hold them for a certain amount of time. And it's, it's truly beyond our knowledge, like why we have to suffer this way and why they suffer this way. But honestly, I feel like you as a mother and a father, like you hold that child for an agreed amount of time. And it was predetermined before your soul contract was constructed. So I feel like, for example, like let's say you miscarry at four months, like that four months was predetermined. Like I'll feel that with these babies. And the other thing is miscarriages on the other side, they tend to feel like because babies that are coming are like babies still on the other side. They feel deeper or something. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. More like evolved beings or something. They don't feel like children. They feel like babies that are coming. So they have more of like a, a heavenly nature to them, if that makes sense. More of a, I don't know, like a, like a, like a connection over there. They feel more like adults, if that makes sense. But babies, I, I don't know if that, I'm making sense. But then when you're pregnant with them and then when you have them and then kids, they feel very dif- different from children, if that correlates at all but anyways I really feel like these things are in our soul contract and we're supposed to hold them for as long as we're supposed to and then let them go all right so that was, that was a little deep that was deep yeah so let, yeah. let's no let's, but that's a that's a it's an honest question I get a lot yeah it happens all the time right and let's uh lighten the mood again all right all right so Amanda L and mm-hmm. probably I'm assuming she's purple indigo here because she knows how to get her question read yeah so and I'll tell you why in a second okay yellow so my <laughs> So her questions are creative and have nothing to do with aura colors. Okay. She is just obsessed with Scott and Mystic Michaela. Oh. And she included me. So, oh, my gosh. See, that got her up. Because question. you said you were obsessed with Scott, he'll read your Right. And I, and I believe, <laughs> I think she's the one that quit her job, and I told her to throw a shoe at her boss. Oh, 
Oh, really? Yeah. You remember her? I think so, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong about that. That's awesome. That. So I told somebody to throw a shoe at their boss. That was named <laughs> Amanda. All right, so, and her favorite part of every podcast is us talking. Oh. So here it goes. All right. Here, she has three questions. The first okay. one is, if you could replace your hands with one kitchen utensil oh for the God. rest of your life, what would it be and why? Ooh, that's a spoon. Why? I mean, it's just easier to, like, carry things with a spoon. Just, You're not going to poke have two spoons, right? anybody. Yeah, you won't poke anyone. Okay. You can drink. You can, like, yeah. hold. You know, I won't poke the children. Right. You know, th- I guess a spoon. Yeah. I mean, I eat a lot of Fruit Loops. There you go. So that would be good. Good for the spoon. I you might can't really defend yourself. Yeah. But, you maybe know. a fork would be better. Well, I just think like, how do you pick up water with a fork? Mm. You know what? We're, we're not thinking out of the box here. I'm going with a mixer. Oh, yeah. Mixer. Yeah. I could just like kind of mix things around all the time. I'd be, I'd be the best baker. I'd be on ba- holiday baking champion. Oh, the holiday baking championship. Yeah. I'd apply for that because I have like two mixing hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that'd be hard to. I'd probably do that other show on uh, Netflix, the one that Brie always watches. Nailed it. Nailed it. That'd be more. <laughs> I, they, they probably have me on I that show. I want you on Nailed It. Like, I should, for I real. Sh- you know what? I know. I, I should be on Nailed I It. I always think you should be on that. I'd make the best cake. <laughs> All right. Second question. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Well, we already heard your arrest story. Yeah, but okay. So, so they, let's they, do that again. So they probably would think I threw eggs. <laughs> I did the egging again, But let's say it was something better than that. I would say like... You questioned an authority figure too much, like mm. a police officer. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I you definitely like tra- traffic. We already went through this. I the traffic. traffic incident. Yeah. So you did like voluntary involuntary manslaughter. Oh, that's awful. That's <laughs> so like you said it twice. I know. You really put it out there. It's yeah. not good. What about? I think I would get arrested for. I, I can't even think. I think yeah for yeah. Like, I can see, like, one of the kids, like, taking things out of a store, and I didn't notice. Like, Abby, like, taking something, yeah. and I didn't notice. So, like, shoplifting by default, and they think I made my kids steal it. Yeah. The other one for me could be, like, choking Gabby Bernstein. Oh, you got to get over that. <laughs> like, I, I, I you just gotta see You got to get over it. And I choke the yellow That's out of like her. That's, like, Scott's trigger word, Gabby yeah. Bernstein. Right. So, that could be it, too. Okay. Could be like, oh, he, he got to Gabby Bernstein, and she now has a restraining order against Scott, him. you got to get over it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. If, <laughs> this is a great question. Okay. If you were wrongfully... Now, for you, it might be rightfully, but if you were wrongfully put in an insane asylum, how would you convince them that you were actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? Oh, I've thought about this a lot because, like, I watch a lot of shows like that, and I feel like I would just be really normal, and I would follow all the rules. Okay. And, like, I would just be really good. Huh. I'd be really good. And then I'd befriend a nurse because I am okay. really good at, like, befriending somebody right so i befriend a nurse and probably like one of the higher up doctors who is who was like sympathetic to me mm-hmm. and then i'd get them to like you know please let me go okay and I'll i'd befriend what... people and be pathetic about it mm-hmm. and this is what i would do what would you do i would sit down in front of a tv that's yeah. not on okay and start doing the play-by-play for the world series <laughs> then what I would do from there is I would sneak out of the insane asylum, right? Steal a boat, get uh-huh. everyone to go on the boat with me, All right? And we go on like a fishing trip, okay? We catch a fish. Hmm. Then we'd go back to the insane asylum, right? I would befriend a Native American, okay? I would then attempt to take a refrigerator, throw it through a window, Whoa. so that he could escape before, and and then I let him uh, suffocate me. One flew over as a cuckoo's nest. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. All right. All right. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know if you were gonna get it. I got it. All right. And I'd also have like a an illegal card game going on. 
That sounds like you. Yeah. Sounds Are you an escape? <laughs> All right. Jenna writes, Michaela's description of pink auras on IG says that she sees children with pink auras mm-hmm. who will shed it. Yes. What does it mean to shed an aura color? And if a child sheds their pink aura and their subsequent colors, are they always going to be inauthentic? Yeah. No, it's true. Like some kids will shed aura colors or like I often say, like green girls, I see them go yellow or yellow boys, I see them go green. That and a pink, pink kids, I'll see them like shed the pink or whatever. It's when society, society is like a crazy force. Like, I think we know that, but I really, really see it with how children are formed. And especially once they start going to school and stuff, like it will beat the authentic colors out of you. Like it, it's true. And like, if, if you can escape it from your own parent, you know, from your own parents and your own family situation, school, and then subsequently like peer groups and just like social norms will beat it out of you. And some colors are way harder to keep than others. Like being a yellow boy, very difficult. Being a green girl, very difficult. Being a pink boy or girl super difficult to keep so yeah so I'll see them shed it so it's interesting like I'll see them wearing it as a kid and then like I'll see them as an adult and they have nothing and I'll just tell them that and then the thing is it's like you know as a kid I saw a lot of pink in you but now you're like a ton of yellow you know and and I feel like there's part you know and I will just go in and explaining what that means the the problem is is when it happens that young to you and that effectively it can be hard to get that or like you have to do a hundred times more work to get your authentic self back and it's harder sometimes for me to see it when you're an adult because it really gets stripped off of you that's hard you know so like that's why I love reading people's kids because I'm like oh my god help help your boy keep his yellow you know help him keep that yellow because like society will have something to say about it another question that we get quite often is when an actor is on tv do you see them wearing like different colors? Is it the same color? How do you define the actor versus the character they're playing? Yeah, so usually actors, good actors, will wear different aura colors. So I don't like to look at them when they're acting because they're acting. So they like good actors will change their colors. So I like to look at actors like their paparazzi photos or whatever. When they're in the movie, yeah, like do you? They're not. You don't see the color there. Yeah, no, you? they have colors. It's just like they they feel kind of fake to me. So I try not to pay attention. Do like some actors are really good. Like somebody asked me about Joaquin Phoenix, like mm-hmm. and the Joker, and even in him and Walk the Line and stuff. Like man, that guy is so indigo. Like he absorbs so hard into his roles. So he's interesting to watch because I feel like it could even stress him out for months after a role, like to shed whatever he absorbed during it. Leonardo DiCaprio is another one. Like he's green, but he really will take on different characters. Like it's crazy to me. Like he will, I feel like he like mirrors and mimics and becomes like what, who he acts. So his colors change a lot in different roles too, but some actors don't change at all. Really? Like Will Smith, like he's always purple and blue. Always. It's just always the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have so many more questions. We probably actually do like frequent Ask questions part four or three, three four, four, five, five ten, yeah, 12, maybe another 91, twenty episodes. Seventy six. We'll do the follow up. Yeah, well, I think we'll definitely have a couple more of these episodes. Yeah, but I got uh, great ideas. Great ideas for do. future episodes. We got a lot of yellow ideas. Yellow, <laughs> yellow ideas. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. We we did have a lot more males listen to That's last episode. That's great. It was three. There was three. That's awesome. There was three. Maybe four. <laughs> and I did check Lancaster PA. Yeah. There was another uptick. 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 All right. We're, are we going to go watch the, uh, do I have to watch The Bachelor this yes. week? Yes. 
Why? Because we have to decide who Pilot Pete is going to uh, pick. But what happened? What happened? So he's down to what? 17 women now? How many? Two. Two. So he's windmilled it with 15. Yes. And now the top two windmill Yeah, and then the, one of the top two hates that he windmills. Anybody. Oh. Yeah, so she's, she's like, upset. no windmilling. Because he windmilled the others. Anybody else or me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So will there be windmilling or no windmilling? Yeah, like according to her, no windmilling. No windmilling. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who he chooses. Yeah, unbelievable. So I I should, because this is probably going to be, as Chris Harrison will tell me, the greatest, most dramatic-filled Bachelor ending ever of all time in the history of Bachelor endings. They pushed that so hard this season. Yeah. Honestly, it could backlash against them. Yeah. And definitely Pilot Pete. And I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because Chris Harrison told me this for the Colton season. (laughs) And all season well, that's long, the joke. no, no, I just want to wait here. Wait, I gotta just chime in here joke. before we add that. You know, I know I only got like a couple more minutes before you throw me out here, but <laughs> you know, all season long, I waited for this guy to jump over a fence, like a seventy foot <laughs> fence, and when he actually did it, Colton. like his like his foot was on the rail. It was not. Yes, it was. No, we watched yes, it, it was. in slow motion because I was no. so impressed that Colton flew over the gate. No, like no, all of a sudden, no. Scotty's like, well. Slow that down, and we had to slow motion watch it. And he still flew over no, the just, gate, and you insisted he had like a step stool. He did, just like Walenda <laughs> has a track foot. <laughs> Colton had a step stool. He gazelled there a, over no, that. There was he a was little a, thing he, he put was a it, graceful gazelle. He, he had a little ledge that he put his foot on. And all season long, I waited for this guy to jump a fence. And at the end of the day, it was like whoop de doo. Scott, I ran, think you could jump that fence. Of course too. I could. Yeah, because yeah. I have a step stool. <laughs> Stop. You know, and then he goes off and runs into the woods. He, he starts to cry. And then he, you know, pretends like to do charity work and then he cries. You know, <laughs> yeah, he like always would pretend to do charity work. He's full of it. Oh, he did. God, yeah. you remember a lot from that. Yeah, season. because Chris Harrison told me it was going to be the greatest ending of all this time in all TV. This one is crazy. This one's a little crazy. What about the one that we, you know, we mocked the other week with the lady oh, that back on the, Ari? The race car driver. That like, was destroyed. awful. That was really dramatic, too. Yeah. I mean, he destroyed that lady on national but TV. But now he's married and has a baby coming. Really? I think they have a baby. Did, Do you think he'll break up birth? with her? I forget. No, I no. think they're in it to win it. You don't think like one day he walks in with cameras to the house? <laughs> that I mean, you'd worry about that all yeah, the you? time. And he'd be like, what's her name? Larry? Lauren Larry. or something? Oh, Lauren. God, I think it's Lauren. Okay, let's say, let's just say it's Lauren. All right. So like, hey, Lauren, I brought Chris and the crew with me. <laughs> like, oh you my know, God. I just want to tell you. Are you breaking up with me? We're breaking up. <laughs> I want to go back with Becca. That's a pot. I mean, it's a potential. That could happen. I know. You know? So, well, who knows? This one, I think, is like extra, a little extra. And if they don't deliver, it's going to be kind of like, oh boy. Yeah. Because they, people are so hyped up. What do you think of the new Bachelorette pick? Claire. Cla- oh, I got to do a post about her because she's yellow and pink. Clarissa's yellow and pink? She's Claire. And okay. she's yellow and pink. Really? Yeah, and it's such a crazy rare combo. Where did they get Carol from? Oh my God, it's Claire. Oh, she's like a million seasons ago. I'm gonna have to look up, like, because I, I forget which whose season she was on. Uh-huh. But she's like an oldie. She's been on the show before. Yes, and all like like I think like Bachelor in Paradise twice or something. Oh my gosh, I don't have all the the details like in my mind, but she's an old Bachelor Nation alum. Okay, was she like from other? She's reality? 38. She's wow. my age. So she's probably been on like a lot of reality TV shows. Yeah, she was on Jersey Shore. No, no, no. But like she's Road Rules. Well, I think like people are sick of like 21 year olds or whatever on yeah. here, so they kind of want like let's see what ma- like a, a more mature woman. 
But honestly, but she's yellow and pink. She's yellow and pink. So it's funny because they picked a 38 year old who's pink. And no offense, pinks, but like sometimes pinks can be a little bit like so, not at their age. So she could be like 18. Pinks get accused a lot of being naive or like unrealistic or hopelessly romantic, like things like they, that, or immature. You know what did probably happen actually with this? Uh, or shallow. With uh, Caroline is that <laughs> she, this season they had an underage person. So they probably got yes. like, you know, they probably got like written up <gasps> by the uh, FCC. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Governing he's 17. body. He's 17. Like he just keeps saying. And he's underage doing windmill things. That's not good for anything. You know, ABC is like Disney. That's, you know, that's tarnishing their image. So that's why they went with the uh, 38 year old. But I heard that they're casting like 20 somethings for her along with older guys. Really? Yeah. They, they watch will, her go for a younger guy. I'm That's my prediction. You. Like one of the final two will be like 23. Here, here's the thing. You know, we could make the season one episode. We just bring you out. You go through every guy. <laughs> you say, no, bad color, bad color, bad color, bad color, good colors, bad color, bad color, good color, bad I'll color. I'll just like narrow it down to five. And you can get it down to, She can right. kind of go to there. Yeah. From, free will it from there. Right. So she only would need like one date instead of dating like the four. Yeah. Like, like let's just go on one group date. Figure it out. But she's going to be so, like, I got to do a post about this because she's going to be so confused because she's pink. So she's going to see the romance everywhere. Yeah. But she's yellow, too, so she can kind of probably figure it out. But, like, eh, we're going to see her struggle. Yeah. These producers, they know what they're they're picking. Oh, yeah. They know. Heck, yeah. Yeah. They keep it interesting for us. Yeah. I mean. (gasps) They're going to have a senior bachelor, like, for seniors. Really? Yes. For, like. Like, 55 plus. 55 and older? Yes. They're all going to be from down here. Oh, Yeah. They'll all be That's happening Ireland. currently. We're going to know them. We probably know them all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, Morty right. from Shores. Yeah. Is, Morty from Valencia Shores yeah. is you on the Bachelor. Didn't you your car the other day? <laughs> <laughs> you almost hit me, Morty. Morty mm-hmm. cuts me in line at the bagel shop. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely would know them then we can get them on the podcast but they wouldn't oh, know what a podcast they is. wouldn't know so they might not know that we're not huge right which means we have a much better chance of getting oh my god it's got on it yeah. get on it yeah get on it because they won't know they'll be right. like podcast what is that the phone talks and then it, perfect is yeah we'll, they, we'll probably get the final we could probably get the bachelor on we probably could because he won't know yeah we could oh my god you just say Things are happening. <laughs> things are happening for us. You know, I don't want to jump the gun here, but things We might are, have some good guests coming up. Things are happening. <laughs> we, we have some oldies from Florida coming oh, on. Yes. 55. We know where to find them, too. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. The shores. We know their spots. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to Chris's. We'll go to Chris's Taberna. We'll pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, I appreciate your feedback. This podcast is for you and about you. And I'm grateful to you all. Check out treadthrill.com. Nancy Anderson and her husband, Max Anderson, they made an app for us and you will get a free week of that. So check out the show notes. Take care, guys.